0: The Nova Guest List Podcast. With Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. Yeah, that was the brilliant Just Mustard on Radio Nova, Curtains, from their debut album Wednesday. And uh, we're very, very lucky because on the line from Dundalk with a very, very mild hangover right now, it's Shane from Just Mustard. How you doing, Shane?
1: (laughs) Hiya, Not Not so bad. Not so bad. Loads of
0: water, loads of sitting down.
1: Yeah, I just just had dinner, so I'm on the mend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Well, look at it, I won't keep you. It's a pleasure to have you on the line. It's a year since your second album, Heart Under, was released. I mean, it's a very broad question, but what has the year been like gigging and touring and, and bringing that out into the world?
1: Yeah, it, it's it's been pretty crazy, especially considering like uh, leading up to that was you know pretty much like a lot of COVID uh, lockdown times. So uh, it was kind of like the years before that were fairly kind of like a bit insular, just kind of like in our practice space a lot, not not really uh, going anywhere, just in our like little bubble in Dundalk. And then like when the album came out, uh, we just we were just turning like crazy for about like for most of uh, last year. So yeah. <laughs> In, in terms of, it's quite a drastic difference, but, uh, yeah, it's been an, an amazing year since then. Uh, we've pretty much been uh, all over Europe and all over America, like, was over in America a couple of times, and that was our first proper tour, tours over there. So, um, yeah, it's just been going strength to strength and playing the songs from Hot Under, a pretty
0: yeah, memorable experience Yeah I'd say so so th- one of the things that I, I think uh, I love the songs I love the band I think it's really kind of a unique sound in Ireland which is such a brilliant thing the first album felt like it was uh, sort of a, an album that was very much written in a practice space I suppose and the second album sounded like it was kind of a band discovering the studio and seeing what it can do and all that kind of stuff would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, that, that's definitely a fair assessment. Um, I and mean, I think with the first album, that, that, that was that was kind of the the sound we were looking for. We like um, one of the the ideas behind it was uh, just trying to get like the sound of, of, of us like performing in our space. So like the aspect of like the room sound was very important, especially in like uh, the drums, like kind of using a lot of the room mic. Okay, we we kind of wanted to go. A
0: totally um, yeah. there's still a, you know it's very much the same band the obvious question I suppose as you, you're a year out from the last album I'm assuming probably nearly two years since you kind of finished recording or something like that are we looking at uh, the third album are we starting to think about what that might look like
1: yeah we're, we're, we're fairly deep in the in writing process at the moment uh, for the, the next album and um, Still in the middle of it, so like can't can't uh, say too much. It's still kind of like forming, kind of conceptually. But uh, yeah, we're def- definitely uh, fairly along along the road with
0: that. I th- um, I've read um, in an interview that you said that uh, it takes you a long time. I'm assuming that's because it's very much a five piece looking each other in the eye, buzzing off each other's what people are playing. Or d- do you feel that kind of dynamic of writing changing?
1: Yeah, I I, th- I think it's kind of like changed a bit uh, with, with each album. Just um, like e- e- even when we're writing now, we we, we kind of learned a lot um, from writing Hard Under. I think the Hard Under writing sessions were uh, fairly intensive because because like we we weren't really we weren't touring. Like it was in the middle middle of lockdown, so we were kind of just meeting up uh, a lot and just like doing a very intense kind of like like sessions in, in the space writing and recording demos. It was almost like a bit too intense at times, and like um, almost burning out a bit. But so like we're kind of learning from that. We're kind of going into this like uh, this, this current batch of uh, writing. We're almost a bit more free flowing in in our post in our, writing sessions, and kind of all the more beneficial because of that.
0: Yeah, and also you have to try and learn, <laughs> the, you know, the internal politics. Because when you're in a band, I suppose the politics of everything that's happened before kind of starts to build uh, around you. So you kind of have to mind each other a little bit more about, you know, the writing. I'm assuming that's a big part of it as well.
1: Like our, our, our writing process is, uh, it's it's fairly collaborative. Like we all we all like uh, understand each other like more than ever. So like everyone has their own like ways of dressing, how they write, and and so we're we're, we're kind of encouraging each other and. Um, I think he said we do a lot kind of jamming in the space. Like there could be ideas someone would bring bring from outside the space and uh, we would kind of work on it together and then some would just kind of come spontaneously just from jamming and stuff and, and just a lot of nice way, different ways of like uh, for material to kind of formalize.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose the big thing over the last year has been the gigs that you've played and the festivals that you've played and the amazing moments that you've had doing that. You've been announced for the Beyond the Pale Festival in the Glendalock Estate weekend of Friday the 16th of June. That's going to be an amazing uh, gig. The lineup is unbelievable. Is there a, a festival that you've played over the last year that kind of was just a moment for you?
1: Yeah, like there are actually some surreal moments kind of coming out coming out of lockdown, and like I think one of the first festivals we played was uh, Latitude over in the UK. It was almost like a yeah. uh, what's the word? It was like a trial festival for like one of the first festivals that came back and trialing like no masks in like uh, tens of thousands of people. So. Uh, go, going from lockdown to like uh, seeing that many people in in the in one space was was mind blowing and to get to our the stage we were playing they they put all our gear in like a little rowboat and they rowed us across the river <laughs> and that that went straight uh, a backstage area of like this uh, really really nice stage and it was it was just like an incredible day the sun was out and um, <laughs> I wouldn't say we're, we're we're naturally the most like sunshine band you could think of but um, it was just a r- really great really experience and like. Uh, you could tell everyone was like so happy to kind of be back at festivals again, and and it was, it was the gig went really well. I think it was like maybe one of the first times we played some of the harder under songs live. So yeah, that that, that one definitely still there
0: yeah, yeah. W- would you change your set? Would you kind of play a deliberately? Kind of, uh, I-, I don't know. I know with your music, it's not necessarily <laughs> you're going to be banging out the pop singles or anything, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Would you really kind of tailor it, or do you just say, no, this is our best set? This is the, the set that we've built, A to Z, that really kind of works for us, and this is what we play?
1: Um, maybe uh, dependent on set length. Like o- often in, fest- in festivals, you're playing like maybe max 40, 45 minutes. So, or. or y- Maybe more often than not, could it be 30 minutes even. So I guess we would like pick a, a snappier set uh, if you could say a word mm. kind of like kind of more more immediate kind of like in, in your face tunes whereas if, if we had like a, a longer set then we would have like the more maybe the more experimental songs in our back catalogue uh, we would wh- whip them out
0: as well <laughs> <laughs> Well listen really looking forward to seeing the, the show at Beyond the Pale Glenn Estate, Wicklow 5th the 16th of June uh, that weekend looks absolutely excellent as some of the acts on the lineup: Grace Jones Hot Chip Thundercat which would be fantastic Left Field for those I love Pillow queen, some brilliant uh, Irish acts like that and Jape is there anyone on that lineup that you've uh, that you're really excited to see
1: yeah like personally i'm I'm quite a big electronic head, so uh, very uh, excited about the lineup like um yeah there's uh, John Hopkins like uh, anytime see, uh, you get a chance to see him it's it's pretty amazing and also there's a warp warp records artist uh one oh tricks point never <laughs> i I think that's how you <laughs> yeah i
0: see it one oh tricks point name, never yeah
1: like uh, but he, he does some amazing stuff as well. So, yeah, I'm re- really looking forward to the
0: weekend. Brilliant, brilliant. Look, uh, Shane, thank you so much for uh, chatting to us. Go and get a, get a, something nice to mind yourself for the, for the <laughs> evening. And uh, <laughs> thanks so much for chatting to us. I'm sure we'll see you at uh, Beyond the Pale. Uh, have a great evening, and um, yeah, we'll talk to you very, very soon. All
1: right, cheers, Gideon. Thanks very so much. Thanks uh, pleasure.
0: Yeah, take it easy. Uh, let's play "I Am You" from Heart Under by Just Muster. This is Radio Nova. The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.